What if you knew your animal better than anyone else, including your vet? What if you knew where to go for information covering a variety of different topics that allow you to choose the care you would like for the furry member of the family? What if this information can be found with even more ease than ever before? Get ready to listen, share, and question what animal care used to be and where it can go. Now, here's the host of Dr. Andy's Animal Magic Radio Show, certified animal chiropractor, Dr. Andy Harper. Welcome to our very first show um, of Dr. Andy's Animal Magic. Um, we went with Animal Magic, What Else is Possible? I am your host, Dr. Andy Harper. I am a doctor of chiropractic, and I'm a certified animal chiropractor, um, an author, radio speaker, and an animal energy wizard. Um, again, thank you so much for coming to the very first show, and bear with me as I... Um, learn this along with the rest of you. Um, I wanted to um, start with a little bit of history of chiropractic, not to bore you all, um, but it's, it's kind of fun to see where it came from. Um, how many of you have seen a chiropractor for yourself, you know, the human kind? Um, and more and more people tend to do that for aches and pains um, and along with a, a variety of other um, what we call issues. And all of that can easily transpose to your animal. Um, just briefly, chiropractic actually came about in 1895. So it hasn't been around all that long, just a little over 100 years. And the founder, D.D. Palmer, adjusted or did whatever he did to a janitor named Harvey Lillard, and he restored his hearing. That's how it all started. Way cool. And his thought process was, Altered nerve, altered nerve flow, like when your information from your brain doesn't get down to your joints, your muscles, um, your limbs, your spine, can cause all disease. His son, B.J. Palmer, followed in his footsteps, and he actually um, formed the Palmer Chiropractic School with his dad. And in 1944, they actually had um, a veterinarian hospital at the school. So animals have been adjusted for many, many, many years. I always have a lot of fun with people when they ask me what I do. And I go, well, I'm an animal chiropractor. And they kind of stop. And their brain, you can see the little wheels kind of creak to a stop because they expect me to say a vet. They, they expect me to say a veterinarian technician, you know, the little techs that help out the vet. They don't expect me to say an animal chiropractor. So I always have a little bit of fun with that. But it has been around for years. Um, and then in the 1980s, See, I told you the history wouldn't be long. Sharon Willoughby, who was a veterinarian, so she's a DVM, a doctor of veterinary medicine, was going to school at Palmer to become a doctor of chiropractic. So she's got all these fancy letters that we spend a lot of money getting. Um, was kind of brought in with this group that was called Options for Animals. Um, and that program is still alive and kicking today. It's actually the certification program um, I went to back in the end of 2002 and 2003. So I have been seeing animal clients, be it a cat, be it a dog, be it a horse, for, let's see, it's 2014, for the last 11 years, 10, 12 years, somewhere in there. Um, and my entire practice is animals. I have a doctor in chiropractic. I went to National University of Health Sciences. Very boring stuff. No big deal. Um, and so my degree is a DC in people. And then I keep up my certification. Um, I'm located in Denver, Colorado. And so I'm certified to adjust animals in the state of Colorado. And that is my practice. Um, the majority of the animals I see are dogs or canines, um, some cats some horses, and in the last 11 years, I've done so much to what we consider chiropractic, and I've learned so much from other people in my world that we change things dynamically in, in the lives of animals, in the lives of the people that, that live with these animals. Um, pets have become part of the family. And while I was going through the certification program, I volunteered at the animal shelter for about six years. I would go down there, and they would hand me 
everything from, you know, the chocolate lab puppy that wouldn't hold still um, to the chihuahua that um, may need to be muzzled to the Rottweiler who was hit by a car. We wanted to find out, um, do they have behavior issues or are they in just a lot of pain? Because what if animals don't tell us they're in pain like we tell each other we're in pain? Um, a lot of my clients will go, well, they're not in pain, they're just limping. If your animal is limping, it hurts. They can't come up to you, sit down and go, hey, my, my elbow's bothering me today, can we do something about it? So they limp instead. Um, and and in, in that time in that shelter I worked with, a veterinarian that I would sit in this room, I would do my adjustments, he would do all of his veterinarian care, and so I learned a lot about what medications are necessary. And what if everything is necessary at some point? What if you can't just say, I'm not doing traditional vet care, I'm also going to do um, chiropractic or acupuncture, all this other stuff that's holistic that we're aware of on the people side, but it's just now getting out there that all those same modalities can be used on the animals. And how cool is that? How can we make them more comfortable, help them heal with ease, um, with some of the alternative stuff that we already use for ourselves? So I spent six years there. They handed me, at the shelter, they handed me everything. And I, I learned to talk to the animals. I learned how to do nails. I learned how to do adjustments different and better than what was taught in school, which is kind of how that works. If you ever go to professional school, it's in the real life that you learn what's going to work and what's not going to work for you because you're going to bring something different to the table than the next chiropractor, than the next veterinarian, than the next massage therapist. Everybody's going to work differently. So when, and so did that for six years as I built my my practice, and that veterinarian was a huge influence on getting me out into the real world where most of the chiropractic that was being done was with equines. And that was, I'm, 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 I'm not a very big person, um, about 5'4 on a good day, I say, and working on horses is, uh, it, it's a lot of work. You're picking up all four feet, you're watching to make sure you're not being kicked or bit or butted, and, okay, I'm going to admit it, I'm a big weenie. Um, it's too hot in the summer, <laughs> too many flies in the sun. I'm not a horse person. Okay, I like the dogs better. I do see horses. Their energy is completely different. But And then, oh, wait, the winter. The winter gets really cold. So I just, I'm like, you know what, I'm a weenie. I have my little handful of people that enjoy during the summer, and I'm going to stick to the dogs. So they can come into the air conditioning, they can come into the heat. And that's just where my energy resonates. Um, I was that kid that rode my bike down to the animal shelter to clean poop just so I could pet the dogs. Um, true story. Um, you know, my mom wouldn't let me have any animals till I was 12, and then I got a cat, and then that was like the best thing ever. So I went down to the animal shelter for years in my teens, cleaned a lot of poop to pet a lot of heads, and, it was, and that's just where my energy res resonates. And as I built this business and kind of time became a shortage and I kind of moved out of the shelter, um, I uh, was in, put in touch with some holistic vets in, in the Denver area. Um, there's not a, a huge number of them. Uh, most are traditional. And what I mean by traditional is you go in yearly annual exam, you get your vaccinations, you make sure all your lungs and hearts and temperature and abdomen you know, you know, an annual physical like we would go, they check your animal out with. And what if that's awesome and what if that catches a lot of issues? And then there's some people that prefer to not do as many vaccinations. Maybe do a different feeding schedule than here's the kibble, feed twice a day. Um, we can get into a lot of different diet stuff as we go through different shows. Um, but I was then allowed, a couple of holistic vets were like, okay, chiropractic, I can get on board with that. A lot of veterinarians are still not on board with that, and that's okay. Um, 
and what and what's it going to take to change all that? Uh, a lot of times, uh, the quote-unquote answer to that is client that's looking for something different. So in these holistic vet clinics, we I learned a lot about because it was just fun to hang out in the back and see what the techs were doing and see what the vet was doing and looking at x-rays. And and as I've taken other courses with, um, and usually these courses, you know, as a professional, you need to take classes, you know, yada, yada, yada. It would usually be a mix of vets and chiros, chiropractors. And what I was doing, I realized, was very different. I actually hung out with the veterinarians. I didn't hang out with the chiropractors because I was in a vet clinic. I wasn't in my chiropractic office. Um, I didn't see people and dogs on the side. I saw dogs. Um, I saw cats. I saw horses. I was in the vet office. And so even the veterinarians thought that was quite different of me, That that was, um, and that that was actually going on out in the world and in Denver. So all of this has led me to here um, over the last, what did I say, 10, 12 years. I lose track at this point. And I have since opened my own little spot, own little place in the world, um, cute little house where we're going to offer chiropractic care like I've been doing for the past 11 years, um, we've insti- in, uh, instituted, there's the word I was looking for, um, other therapies, um, canine massage, acupuncture, homeopathy, um, essential oils, laser therapy, energy work, playing a little bit with um, the extraordinary um, remote work with the chiropractic all of this in one place, and then we're attached to that veterinary office. So when we need a film, like an X-ray, or we need blood work, or we need that stuff to get some more information, because as much as we love these critters, they don't just say, hey, last Tuesday when I went out to chase that squirrel, I slipped and hurt myself. They don't just go, hey, I've been really, really tired lately. You know, maybe we need to look at this. You know, all the stuff that we can verbally tell our doctors. Um, and so sometimes we have to rule out things. Um, and sometimes with just getting my hands on the animal, we can figure out a lot because their body's going to tell me a lot. Um, and so it's, it's, it's all-encompassing, you know. What if? What if? Just what if? N- you know, nothing is excluded. Like, there's a time and a plot place for absolutely everything. And what we can empower you to know your animal better than anybody else, including me, including veterinarian, including their dog trainer. You live with them. They're on the couch with you at night. What if we can empower you to know what you know about your animal more than anybody else in the world? This is the part where I'm going to be a little, like, not sure what to do here. Um, We're going to go to break here shortly. I'm going to kind of keep talking and figure this out as I go so bear with me um, and then I, there's I guess a phone number for you guys to in the U.S. to um, join us with um, 815-880-8255 which is 815-880-TALK Canada 613-800-8736 and you can also Skype with us at a2zen.fm um, and I guess the live chat room, too, also at um, a2zen.fm. Like I said, first show, so grateful you're you're hanging in there with me. Um, when we get back, I think we'll, what we'll, I'll probably just, you know, join me, ask some questions, would love to chat with you. Otherwise, I'll start talking about stories. I have stories. I got 10 years of stories um, on what to look for if your dog, cat, horse needs chiropractic or an adjustment. Um, and and how you can tell that, um, and how easily you can tell that, and um, get your animal where they need to be for what they need it for. I don't know how many more seconds I got. Got to say, working on this. Go. I'm supposed to go still. I'm getting prompts here. Can you tell? Um, 
We're going to be here every Monday, 1 p.m. Eastern, 12 p.m. Central. We'll be right back. Many of us make choices on how to care for our animals based on how it has been done in the past or what others have always done. What would it look like to choose what your pet requires, which may be very different from what others would choose? By tuning into Dr. Andy's Animal Magic Radio Show with certified animal chiropractor Dr. Andy Harper, you'll receive information and options you never even knew existed to improve your relationship with animals in your life. Listen to Dr. Andy's Animal Magic Radio Show every Monday at 1 p.m. Eastern Time, 12 p.m. Central Time, 11 a.m. Mountain Time, and 10 a.m. Pacific Time on atizen.fm. This is Dr. Andy's Animal Magic Radio Show with certified animal chiropractor Dr. Andy Harper, or more well-known as the Energy Wizard. To participate in the program today, please call us in the U.S. at 815-880-8255. That's 815-880-TALK. Or in Canada, 613-800-8736. Or you can Skype us at adazen.fm. You can also ask a question by sending an email to drandy at harpersridge.com. Welcome back. Um, I am your host, Dr. Andy, with Animal Magic and What Else is Possible. We will be here every Monday afternoon at 1 p.m. Eastern, 12 p.m. Central, 11 a.m. Mountain, and 10 a.m. Pacific. Um, This is our very first show. So thank you so much for joining me and hanging in there. Um, I am Dr. Annie, Certified Animal Chiropractor, Dr. Chiropractic. Um, We're going to talk about why chiropractic for your dog. Um, I love people's questions. They go, "Um, really, like chiropractic for my dog? And I go, yep. Do they have joints like you? And they go, yep. And then they can stop and they go, Uh uh-huh, I get that, you know, and a lot of them will go, huh, you know, my dog is limping, or, you know, two weeks ago they hurt themselves, and that would have been cool to know, and I'm like, well, you know, not too late to come on in. Um, So if you've ever seen a chiropractor, and I'm going to go back and forth with, like, human and animal, it's all the same in my world, but to kind of get you to follow, um, what I what I'm saying here. Um, <laughs> if you've ever seen a human chiropractor, you've gone for I've twisted an ankle. I've you know the humans have gone. I bent over to pick up an empty laundry basket and could stand back up. Um, I've gone for I had these stress headaches. I've gone from I was in a car accident. I was you know all of this stuff, and all of that stuff can be transposed right onto. Um, meaning, you know, oh, they went ran out chasing a squirrel and they now limping up front and in one of their front legs. Oh, wow, they're having a real hard time getting up from a lying position. I wonder if their hips hurt. Oh, they stopped jumping in the car. You know, they're nine years old. What's going on there? Um, you know, oh, they can't move their head left. What did they do? So you can kind of see how it mirrors, um, you know, the same the same reasons you would, um, as a human, go to the chiropractor. You would take your dog. Um, I have what I kind of put into two categories. I have what I call my pet people, um, and and these dogs live in the house, go on walks, travel in the car, live at home. And then I have my sports, a.k.a. agility dogs or confirmation dogs. And these are dogs that have a job. Um, They go out and run in agility. That means they're going over jumps and on tables and and through those tunnels. I mean, you've seen it on TV. Or confirmation um, is... Uh, that that show Westminster, you know they're running around in a circle, uh, and and they're they're showing off particular aspects of the breed, and so I have these two groups of people. I mean, there's crossover and you know all of that, but the most of the pet dogs come in after they've been injured or in their senior years, 
and most dogs are considered senior at seven years of age and older. Little dogs, big dogs. I mean, and I think everyone's aware that, you know, big dogs age sooner than little dogs. And then the agility people, or my working dogs, come in for regular maintenance care. Um, as a chiropractor, it's been um, drilled into our head, maintenance, 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 maintenance. And so I always ask everyone to come in eh, two to four times a year. That's a great maintenance schedule for chiropractic. So, you know, my agility dogs are awesome because I'll actually be at the trials. I'll actually get to see them do their run. And their owners come on up and they're like, you know what? They're dropping bars. They never drop bars. I'm like, all right, let's get them on the table. And they get up on a massage table. And um, my form of what I call chiropractic, because um, it's it's changed and I add things and it, it it's really quite cool, but I use that word because everybody gets that word, um, is Oh, lots of cookies involved, lots of really good, you know, venison treats, all of that. Um, essential oils, laser therapy, which we'll get into um, at another time. And then I'm going to palpate. I'm going to muscle test um, the dog. I'm going to see what that body's going to tell me that needs to be adjusted. Um, and that's uh, and it's, uh, it's a form of what's called applied kinesiology, which is a human chiropractic technique. I'm not going to bore you with too many details, but we're going to go over all the muscles. We're going to go over all those joints in the spine, and we're going to muscle test, which means we're going to ask the body, the body's energy, what would you like adjusted here? So it's not me going, I think this pelvis is rotated. No, I'm going to ask the dog, because you know what? That body knows. What if that dog is more aware of what's going on in its body than we'll ever be? They just verbally, again, they can't verbally tell us, hey, on that jump last weekend, I kind of twisted my pelvis and it's been bugging me. They're going to limp. They're going to get warm spots over the area. They're going to get muscle spasms. And all of that we'll kind of go through in detail. Uh, in detail as we go along. Um, and so we're going to, we're and, and sometimes I hit some painful spots on this dog, but we're going to use my hands, and we're going to, uh, sorry, I guess I have a question in the chat room, um, um, uh, okay, multitasking, oh, from Christine has a question, awesome, and it's coming through the chat room. So it's how do you know what to ask and how do you hear it? Oh, from the dog. Sorry. Um, if you've seen my picture, I am blonde. Um, <laughs> yes and yes, she says. <laughs> how do you know what to ask? Um, hmm. Radio's hard to describe this, but I'm actually using hand modes with my hands. As um, clients, I, I go, all the gay signs you're seeing, because I'm moving my fingers and my hands over certain parts of the dog. Um, meaning we're going to go over, there's different groups in the back end, in these back limbs, and there's three sections that coordinate to the lumbar spine. Oh, so much easier with pictures. But, um, and then I'm going to use different positioning of my hands over those muscles. It's going to correlate to the lumbar spine, and then that's going to tell me what section to adjust. Dogs, cats, horses have a cervical spine, thoracic spine, lumbar spine, just like we do. Um, not, not rocket science there. They have different numbers. No big deal. Um, how do I hear it is when I first start, it's through my hands. It's through the muscle. <laughs> it's through the muscle testing through my hands. Um, welcome. I guess we have, a post here. we have another question. Welcome, Bernie. You can post here with a question. No. I'm not sure what I'm doing. Um, Christine will tell me here in a second. Um, and so hearing it in the beginning when I'm first getting to know a dog is through my hands. Um, generally, as I get to know the dog better or through that um, appointment, uh It'll come to me in different ways. Sometimes it'll come into in me as a knowing. Sometimes it'll come in as a, a sense of how the body may be rotated. 
um, it, 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 you know, and, and I get asked this all the time, and I never have a um, great answer for you all, so I apologize for that. Uh, and so, um, and then depending on the animal, if, if we end up running some energy work, then I might get some other stuff. Um, sometimes I do get pictures of what occurred. Um, sometimes the way the body's rotated tells me what occurred. Sometimes it's both. Um, so, and, and so that, and then generally, because we're in, we're talking about our agility group over here. They come in regularly at the trials, or they come in regularly at the office, and so usually they do an adjustment. They go off, they do their thing, unless there's a more serious injury, um, and then we can address that at that time. But generally, they just they're out there playing and they hurt themselves, kind of like us. Um, the pet people um, tend to not have the same. They don't have a dog out there doing a certain activity, and so they don't know when they are quote-unquote dropping bars because they're not doing that at home. What they notice at seven or eight is it's getting really, really, really hard to get in the car, or they don't want to walk on the hardwood anymore, or they're really struggling to get up from a lying position. And most owners um, have been kind of trained in this in this reality that, oh, it must be hip. Ooh, it must be arthritis. Ooh, we must be um, needing to go to the vet. And that may all be true. And please go see your vet if that's if that's what is a concern for you. And but from there, you may not want to do the traditional treatment that you'd like to do. Maybe they want to stick them on medication for the rest of their lives, and you don't think that's necessary. You don't want to do that, or you know your animal. You know what? That's not quote-unquote, the answer here. And that's when you come into my office. And the same thing with um, the agility. First visit, not very exciting. You know, you get the history, what's going on. And hands on the dog. And and we're going to muscle test again. And you can play around with this muscle testing and in humans, we can stand there and hold our arm out. I don't know if you've ever done this with a chiropractor or a holistic doctor. And they'll press down on your arm while you're holding the supplement. It's the best way to dis- describe this. And if you can hold your arm strong, that supplement is, quote, unquote, good for you and your body. If you go weak and you just can't that arm up, no matter how hard you try, they're going to put that supplement down and try a different one. That's the easiest way I can explain it to people. Well, dogs, they can't hold that front paw up. I've tried and I've tried. They just, it's just not something they can do. So we use what I talked about previously, these hand modes. And that way I can read their body without without anybody being a surrogate or, or anything like that. It's just me and them. And... And we start there. And I'll, a lot of times when we're having trouble getting up from a lying position or jumping in the car, essentially, not essentially, a lot of times, let's go with that, it's not the hips. They're lumbar sore. They have low back pain, just like us. Usually a couple adjustments and they are off and running. So how cool is that instead of, Oh, wow. Okay, they need medication the rest of life, and oh, gosh, their spine is crumbling, and oh, gosh. And a lot of the traditional medicine is very, very scary for people. So that's where I can kind of step in, or other chiropractors can step in, help the animal out, and save the owners a lot of money um, on meds, on bits, and on and not even money, but all the worry. Um, and that's from playing outside and being a dog. So, um, okay, kind of hit a wall there. Can you tell? I'm more worried about the break than what I'm talking about. So let's go to break. Many of us make choices on how to care for our animals based on how it has been done in the past or what others have always done. 
what would it look like to choose what your pet requires, which may be very different from what others would choose? By tuning into Dr. Andy's Animal Magic Radio Show with certified animal chiropractor, Dr. Andy Harper, you'll receive information and options you never even knew existed to improve your relationship with animals in your life. Listen to Dr. Andy's Animal Magic Radio Show every Monday at 1 p.m. Eastern Time, 12 p.m. Central Time, 11 a.m. Mountain Time, and 10 a.m. Pacific Time on atizen.fm. This is Dr. Andy's Animal Magic Radio Show with certified animal chiropractor, Dr. Andy Harper, or more well-known as the Energy Wizard. To participate in the program today, please call us in the U.S. at 815-880-8255. That's 815-880-TALK. Or in Canada, 613-800-8736. Or you can Skype us at adazen.fm. You can also ask a question by sending an email to drandy at harpersridge.com. Welcome back. It's Dr. Andy with Dr. Andy's Animal Magic Radio Show. Um, I'm a certified animal chiropractor and a doctor of chiropractic, and we are talking animal chiropractic today. Um, I have a couple questions that have come through over the break. Um, one being, do the owners ever contribute to make the animal's pain worse by making a big deal of it or through other behaviors? That's an awesome question. Um Never would have thought about this when I first started. And in my in my academic brain, that was not possible. But over the years, and time and time and time again, when the owner comes in and goes, my dog is hurt, did this 10 days ago, 10 months ago, 10 years ago, what can we do here? The animal goes, cool, do your thing, Dr. Andy. And they tend to just get better. When that owner comes in and is, let's use the word, obsessed over the details and obsessed over the dog and wound, let's say it, wound up really tight about what's going on and the medication and, and how can we fix this and can we fix it today. and da, da, da. It, it, it takes actually a lot of my energy to get the owner out of that. And the dog, cat, horse, actually is, is picking up on all that either verbally or right out of the owner's head. And, oh, the owner me to, you know, the owner's like, oh, I'm worried about this, I'm worried about this, and showing pictures and, and talking about it and talking to everybody they know about this dog because this dog's now part of the family or cat. And the dog's like, oh, I don't want to let that down. So I, I guess I'm really bad. I guess I'm, I'm, I'm going to be hurt for a while. And they tend to live up to that anxiety that the owner brings in. And so when we have that when we have that going on, um, some of quote unquote my chiropractic visit is focused on the owner going, Okay here, what if this isn't as big of a deal as you'd like it to be? Or you think it is, or the vet made it out to. I have literally on many occasions go, Don't take me the wrong way on this because I'm so calm, and we've seen it so many times at this point that I, I tell them, honestly, this is not as a big deal as so-and-so is making it out to be. Um, if we do this, this, and this, generally, the animal gets better. And so some of my energy is, you know, at, talking with the owner and going, all right, what, would, what, what is going on here? What You know, what's going on at home? What else are you anxious about? So it's not just throw the animal up on the table list adjustment and get them out the door. Um, pets have become such a part of the family that we have to look at the family sometimes. And sometimes it's not till third visit that um, I get that piece of information that I've been asking for and asking for. The owner's not quite quite to that point. To, and, and they're not being difficult. They just, we haven't gotten to that point where that, that information comes forward. Um, I had a, this is one of my favorites, I had a mountain dog, I think it's about two or three, seriously rotated pelvis. Bernice mountain dogs, they're tricolored, they're big, they're hairy, they're like golden retrievers in a different coat. Nice little dogs. And this dog wants to 
eat me. That's how sore his back end is. And I'm like, what's going on here? And I keep asking the owner, what's going on? I asking the dog, what's going on? By the third visit, she finally mentions, um, could this have anything to do with him getting hit by a car a year ago? And it's like, oh, yes, it does. And with that information coming out, it unraveled so much of the trauma that has locked into his body. Because I'm like, oh, because I, he, I, I just, I couldn't get it until she finally said something. And after that, the healing kind of, it, it skyrocketed uphill. Where we, we were stuck in the gutter there until that piece of information came out. So it's just interesting like that. And I don't know what that piece of information is. And like I said, sometimes it's the first visit, sometimes it's the third. And it's not like anybody's hiding it. It's just, and maybe that's timeline of what's required. So, yes. Do owners ever contribute? Yes. Um, wait a I have another question, but back to ever contribute. It is so cute and so much fun. I, we just, Again, you go back 10 years, stuck in academic mind, and you just adjust this one joint and it fixes, you know, blah, blah, blah. It's all connected now. Um, but we used to make jokes, you know, the little old lady who's overweight has the little old dog who's overweight, and they're both diabetic. Okay, is that a coincidence, or is that dog taking on their human stuff? Ten years later, fast forward, they're taking on human stuff. (laughs) Um, Dogs tend to want to help their owners, because... Let's face it, they are a lot more capable. Unfortunately, it doesn't tend to work. What it tends to is the owner still has, I started with diabetes, will continue with diabetes, or they still have shoulder pain, or they still have hip pain, and now so does the dog. Literally, you know, half the clients, I'm like, well, actually, it's really uh, the, I'm going to use some technical terms here, the SI joint on the left side which is the sacroiliac joint. It's where the hip, the pelvis meets the sacrum. Don't worry about that. And the owner will go, that's where my pain is too. And I'm like, uh-huh. <laughs> and so, so in my visits with the animals, I will ask them to stop taking that on. Some owners will have that discussion with. Some owners we won't. Um, it, it's not necessary for them to know. But what if we can get the... What if we get the the animals feeling better and everyone feels better? Uh, one other question. Do animals typically heal faster and what's less than humans? Absolutely, yes. Um, the easiest way I can describe that to people is they don't worry about their boss. They don't worry about driving in traffic. They don't worry about um, going to get groceries. They don't worry about their kids. Dogs, just, dogs cats, horses, they just want to feel better. Hey, thanks. Much better. I'm here. You know, they don't have all of the thought process that goes with it. And so that's what that's why chiro- animal chiropractic or all these other modalities is so cool because it's going to work or not. The animals aren't going to come in and, and lie to me. They're, it's gonna, they're going to get better or not. And that's so cool that way. Um, he writes in, my two cats have both had... An operation, one pulled her stitches out. She gave me a clear message she didn't want them in her body. She loves energy and loves to be touched. I run energy over her wound and ask what can I contribute to healing. She is amazing. What else is possible? I mean, that's exactly. And and cats, people always ask if cats even need to be adjusted. And uh, yeah, like, I wish cats got better care than they do. You know, a a lot of times the dogs come in and the dogs come in and the cats are the the under-the-bed cat and they don't get any attention until they're really, really ill. Um, And if you're not aware, cats can hide their illness a hundred times more than dogs and dogs hide a hundred times more than people do. So you have to be very um, aware with cats. But they they come in, they're, they're awesome, they're awesome. They come in, they get on the table, they look at me, I stick my hands on them, I use, and if that doesn't work, I do one adjustment and they go, oh, yeah, I can do this. They will sometimes growl the whole time. 
I get the tail switch. You know that, that I'm 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 mad at you tail switch. They don't ever move. They get it. They are amazing. And you know how cool it is we all could be like Bernie and and be aware that some of the stuff we want to do to them doesn't work for their bodies. You know, and what will it take to be more aware of that? And 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 that's how easy energy work can be. Just like he said, um, I just ran energy over her wound and asked to what I can contribute. It 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 doesn't take that weekend course. It doesn't take all the mantras or I did this or I learned from this. It's put your hands on them and go. What can I contribute? Um, I asked owners. I go. You're at a loss to do. Stick your hands right on the area you think is hurt. That hurts. You don't even have to run anything because just sticking your hands on an area of the body is going to change the physiology that's going on under there. New blood's going to come up. Stuff's going to be flushed out. It's going to change things. I mean, how simple can it be? How much more easy could it possibly be? But, yeah, kitties are a lot of fun. I um two kittens here that are going to be the new clinic cats at the office, and I also have a 13-year-old stepson, and he... This kid's amazing. He goes, um, Andy, I think uh, this cat's left leg is off. I'm like, this is a two-pound critter who runs Mach 80. Like, I didn't even notice, right? And he was correct. His entire pelvis was rotated to the left, which makes that left leg a little bit longer. Now, this is stuff that Joe, Joe, Schmo, average, I don't know what you want to call him, is not going to notice. So when I'm talking, left leg is going to be longer. We're not talking inches and obvious. We are talking millimeters, if that, if not just an energetic change. So, mind you, nine-week-old kitten, two pounds. Pop that pelvis back in place, and he took off. And it's so cool. And I thought it was really cool that the 13-year-old even noticed that, because... Both of them are black, and they're like blurs around the room. You can't even tell what they're doing. And so I adjusted a, and I, like I said, I use chiropractic and adjusted as these blanket terms for everything that I do do in an appointment. Um, I think the kitten was, I don't know, days old. And he wasn't thriving like the other ones because Mama had dropped him because Mama decided she needed to move him. Who knows? And it didn't turn out to show cat, but I did a few of my things and ran some energy, and he grew up to be a perfectly thriving kitten in a, in a what they call a pet home. Not a big deal. And and that's awesome, because otherwise they're going to have to put him to sleep, and, and that's no fun. And and me, that being, wanted to try this body out and, and didn't want to go so soon. So that was a lot of fun. And, and it, how do you know what you were, quote-unquote, adjusting? I don't. It's mostly cartilage at that point. My finger was as big as his entire neck. So, you know, the specific, the, the specificity and the science, yeah, went out the window. We just helped the guy. Um, so, you know, a lot of this is a lot of fun. Uh, and there there's m- many more stories that... Um, I can get to, I'm going to rack my brain over this next break. Well, not really rack it. It's not that hard. Um, and see, uh, you know, what else What else maybe um, the listeners would like to listen to. No rack. Yes, I was told no racking. No, no racking. Um, but we are going to go take a quick break. Um, stay tuned. And um, we'll be right back. We'll take more calls and questions. So please send them on in. Many of us make choices on how to care for our animals based on how it has been done in the past or what others have always done. What would it look like to choose what your pet requires, which may be very different from what others would choose? By tuning into Dr. Andy's Animal Magic Radio Show with certified animal chiropractor Dr. Andy Harper, you'll receive information and options you never even knew existed to improve your relationship with animals in your life. Listen to Dr. Andy's Animal Magic Radio Show every Monday at 1 p.m. Eastern Time, 12 p.m. Central Time, 11 a.m. Mountain Time, and 10 a.m. Pacific Time on atozen.fm. 
This is Dr. Andy's Animal Magic Radio Show with certified animal chiropractor, Dr. Andy Harper, or more well-known as the Energy Wizard. To participate in the program today, please call us in the U.S. at 815-880-8255. That's 815-880-TALK. Or in Canada, 613-800-8736. Or you can Skype us at adizen.fm. You can also ask a question by sending an email to drandy at harpersridge.com. Um, hello there, it's Dr. Andy. Um, we are now back to animal magic. What else is possible? We are talking about animal chiropractic. And if you've been with us for the show, I use that term very loosely with what I personally do with my clients. Um, I have been in practice for over 10 years working on dogs, cats, and horses. And the adjustment side that you've experienced as a human with your chiropractor has now evolved so much into actually talking with hands-on energy energy wizardry and work with the animals that, you know, how much more fun can we have with it? Um, would love some questions. Would love some input on um, your experience with your um, with your animals, because I want to empower you to know what you know about your animal. I want you to know what's going on um, more so than your vet, more so than your your dog trainer, more so than me. Um, they're part of your family. Um, and if getting to the show right now is, is not easy for you, you can reach me at um, Dr. Andy. D-R-A-N-D-I at harpersridge.com. The website is harpersridge.com and then Facebook backslash harpersridge. And that's H-A-R-P-E-R-S-R-I-D-G. Next week's show, I don't know if I have that yet. Maybe I'll have that in the next few minutes. You never can tell. Um, Question. Can an animal continue (laughs) to function well with something misaligned or do all misalignments need to be corrected? Need to be corrected now. Um, let's talk about, yes, let's talk about this. I like this question. They can, usually, let's, the body can function with misalignments. We function with misalignments all the time. Um, from simply, we slept funny last night to we tripped over a curb when we were three to, you know, we don't always find all the misalignments in the body. Generally, bodies go and go and go and go until the straw that broke that camel's back. And that's why it drives um, owners nuts and actually drives us nuts when, and like I said at the beginning of the show, you know, you went in because you, your back went out because you bent over to tie your shoe or pick up an empty laundry basket. It's never that really cool story. I was skiing a black diamond and I flipped head over feet and that's, a, nah, it's rarely ever that exciting. And so when the dog goes out the backyard looking fine and comes back in limping, the owners are like, oh, what the heck? How? What? Who? And 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 I tell owners all the time, don't try and figure it out. You'll give yourself brain damage. What most likely occurred is, let's say Fluffy is eight. At two, he was playing hard at the the dog park, and his his rib cage was rotated a little bit. At four, he slipped on some. At five, he got into a little squabble with the new dog in the house. And then at eight, he just turned the wrong way to look at the squirrel, and his body went okay. We can't what we call compensate anymore. We can't handle these little misalignments. It turned into a big misalignment, and now it hurts. I hope that makes sense. Um, so, yeah, I mean, they can. They can function very nicely with one misalignment, um, you know. But once you get five, six, seven, eight, or something bigger, then the body goes, uh-uh. Um, my one of my favorite visits, and who I talked about the kitten, and I don't, people don't generally bring, bring in their kittens, but they do bring in their puppies. And puppies' first adjustment is always be with me. Because if I can get a puppy in, and people that have had puppies recently know this, that they can be handled differently. They can get smelly stuff put on them. They can have laser done to them. They can be what I call manhandling, because nobody else handles 
animals like I do, they're used to being petted, they're used to being picked up, they're used to, you know, as a puppy owner, you're told put your fingers in their ears and their mouth, but no one does what I do. No one's really picking up limbs and changing things in their body, and they're kind of like, whoa. But what if we get puppies of the world into a chiropractor and we fix those minor misalignments when they're little so they can grow up without them. And what if that can change what happens in their senior years or what happens in their mid midlife years? Um, how cool would that be? Um, I always bat around the question of, you know, what if they needed a, a hip adjusted instead of, you know, forming arthritis and what traditional vet care calls um hip dysplasia. What if that wouldn't form if we did this? What if we got the bodies involved earlier? And so that's one of my favorite things. I had a German Shepherd come in just last week. Eight-year-old? I don't know. Eight months old. And he's walking funny. He's sitting sloppy. Owners are worried. You know, you say the word German Shepherd, you think bad hips. That's what's perpetrated in this reality. Um, actually, when I did his, we extend, we kick out those back feet um, f- from his hips out back. They were fine, non-painful, full extension. His pelvis was rotated. So we put mom and dad's worries at ease. We got him feeling better. And and, and what have we changed in um, that puppy's life moving forward? Um, how cool is that? And then... He was like, whoa, what are you doing to me? But by the end of it, oh, the cookies are good, and I got kisses, and he hopped off, and he was like, oh, thanks very much, and headed out the door. So those are my very favorite. There are evenings when the puppies cry because it is sore, and that that does break my heart a little bit. But um, they usually all come back and go, hey, thanks. Um, I tell them, I tell all my little critters that are on the table or the big critters or um, you, you'll, you'll thank me tomorrow. Sometimes it's a little sore getting through that first adjustment. Um, so, you know, and, and, and some of that's for the animal because they tend to know more what, I, what I'm doing than the owners, and sometimes it's just for the owners so they know what to expect after an adjustment and, and how to care for them at home. Um, the hardest part is generally no horseplay for two days, and the owners are very sad about that because the dog's going to join them drive them crazy in the meantime. Um, But that's how we, quote-unquote, hold these adjustments. Um, So, I believe I will be back next Monday, um, 1 p.m. Eastern, 12 p.m. Central, 11 a.m. Mountain, and 10 a.m. Pacific Time. Um, We'll talk about more of animal magic you need next week's show, and I will get that today on the website, which is a2zen.fm, if you're interested in checking that out. Um, would love any further questions you may have for me. Um, again, you can email me at drandy, D-R-A-N-D-I, at harpersridge.com. You can check out my website at harpersridge.com. Until next week. Thank you very much. And how much fun can you have with your animals? Thank you for choosing to listen to Dr. Andy's Animal Magic Radio Show. Dr. Andy will return next Monday at 1 p.m. Eastern Time, 12 p.m. Central Time, 11 a.m. Mountain Time, and 10 a.m. Pacific Time on A to Zen.fm. We hope you'll join us. Until then, just how much magical fun can you have with your animals?